Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is the podcast helping you step into your power by owning your expertise, fully embodying your mission, and rising to the next level of entrepreneurship to help the world thrive while you create your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. Good morning and welcome back to the Just Keep Thriving Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode simply because I am in one of the best moods right now (laughs) and I'll get into why in a second. Um, But this morning when I was journaling, I was wondering what I was going to podcast on today. We finished our Next Level Mindset Mastery launch. And we're still going to be talking lots of things mindset, but you will notice a lot of my content now um, blending the strategy and the mindset together. Um, Just as I did as a registered dietitian and a health coach, I do the same thing now as a business coach. I don't just do mindset. I don't just do strategy. We do do both of the things. Um, So I was wondering how I was going to like put this together in the podcast today. And so I was journaling and Typically when I journal, I just start writing. I write and whatever comes out, comes out and I keep going, I keep going until I feel like that's the thing that really needed to come out. And when I was journaling this morning, I was talking just about um, the previous launch that we had, how leads really are not just a numbers game, how how amazing everything has just kind of come together for me um, the past month or so. And I was journaling on why, right? So clearly there was a lot of like mishmash thoughts in my head, but that's usually what my journaling looks like um, and the progression of it. And I was thinking about why, and that's what I want to share with you guys today. Today, I want to share with you how I, some of the main techniques, I have 10 here, who knows if I'll add some, but 10 techniques that I use to have high income months. And when I say income, it's not necessarily just for my business. It can be coming in in other ways. It could be, um, it's also combining Joe's income sometimes. Like how Joe and I essentially, I guess, have high income months and how I manifest them, how I work for them, what I do in my business, what I do in my life, what I do in my thought process. Um, So yeah, just for some numbers right here. Last month, we had one of our lowest like cash months in the entire year, honestly. Um, but we sold about $35,000 worth of products last month. And um, we brought in an extra about like $15,000. So like somewhere around like the 50k mark, we brought in con- like between Joe's income and my income. Um, for my business alone, it was just about $30,000, $35,000. So even though the, the, the actual cash was, was pretty low, we broke even at least. We, we made a little bit of profit, but the overall sales were pretty fucking epic. And then combining what Joe brought in, that was even more fucking epic. And oh my goodness, that was epic. And I'm planning out this month. And this month, it's looking to be, um, if everything goes as planned, our our highest fucking sales month. We're looking at over a 70k sale month. 
it's pretty fucking insane. So these numbers are numbers that like some I've seen before, some I haven't. I haven't seen the 70k plus. Um, and with some other things coming in, um, I have an inheritance coming in that's going to bring us closer to the six figure mark for the month in terms of sales and cash that came in. And it's just kind of fucking insane. So I was in the mood of sharing this today. So that's just some for some numbers. And I do encourage you guys to calculate both the amount of sales that you bring in each month, like new sales and the amount of cash, and then the total amount that you are bringing in for that month in cash and sales. For me, I like to do it that way because it's really, really, really important for me to um, see long-term, see the big picture in my business, in my life, and see everything come together. Because when you calculate it that way and you think of it that way, you think like, how does this sale add up to my big picture? How does me showing up on stories today add up to the big picture? You know, then we we get to that bigger picture quickly. But what I see is people get so stuck in the day to day. Oh, I had the low month. Oh, I suck. Oh, this is not going to happen. Oh, this, oh, that. And I just don't have any room for that in my life. So I'm going to teach you guys how not to for yourself. So the first technique I use to have high income months is manifestation. I, since the start of this business, um, back in April, 2019, I have worked on manifestation almost every single day. And I used to think it was a crock of shit but now I actually see how it comes true. And I'm going to explain that to you guys. I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm not claiming whatever, but like I've manifested a fuck ton of things and I've also done the strategy. So here's the thing with manifestation. You have to know where you're going. You have to have a clear picture and a clear feeling of where you are going. For example, with $75,000 months, I've been manifesting this shit for a very fucking long time. Long, long, long time. This has been, I don't know, for the past three to four months and every month I just like I'm like fuck I'm getting further away from it fuck I'm getting further away from it right we have the thing that we want and then we realize where we are and we're like oh my god I am nowhere near there how is that going to happen and here's the thing when we try and focus on the how we lose sight of the what right when we try and focus on how am I going to make the $75,000 we we lose sight of what we actually want because then we're like holy fuck that can't happen and holy fuck I'm so far from it And that doesn't get us anywhere, right? That doesn't help us. That doesn't help us with getting the money. It doesn't help us with getting the clients. It doesn't help us growing our impact. Then we just feel like shit, right? So with manifestation, feeling into the feelings and having that clear vision of what you want is key. What you want with your business, what you want with your life, what you want with the month, what you want with the quarter, et cetera. And the second most important factor in this is not just feeling into the feelings. It's not just... um. (laughs) is not just feeling into the feelings, is not just having the clear picture, it's releasing it. It's releasing that it has to happen at the exact time that you had planned. Because back in June, when I planned my first 75k month, um, it didn't happen at all. (laughs) Then in July, it didn't happen. And then in August, it didn't happen. But hey, we're in fucking September 10th, and I see it actually happening, and holy fuck. Right? So if I had given up back in June then I would have not actually been here right now journaling, holy shit, it's actually coming together. Oh my goodness, this is insane. Right, and if it doesn't happen at 75K, if it happens at fucking 60K, if it happens at 40K, whatever it is, it's still gonna be amazing. The 75K is still coming. And I'll keep you guys posted on what actually happens. But the key with manifestation is not trying to figure out the how. 
is just focusing on the what and focusing on believing that it can happen. Focusing on understanding that you are worth the thing that you actually want and getting into the feelings. And here's some techniques that I do to do this. When I meditate in the mornings, I have a lot of silent time and a lot of just like letting the thoughts come in and letting the thoughts flow out. But I always end my manifestation, uh, my meditation with a manifestation. Um, And I envision what I want, whatever the goal is that I'm trying to achieve. And I usually do it as a big picture one. That's, I think, something with my human design encourages me to do something like that. But I've just noticed that it works. Um, So I focus on the big, big, big picture, what the income is that I want. So when I was at whatever, 20 to 30K months, focusing on 70K months is a big fucking jump, right? But 30, 40K months doesn't actually excite me. It does, but not as much as 70K months. And it doesn't give me that like future um, reach, that big reach that keeps me really fucking excited. So I recommend playing around with it, playing around with focusing on reaching, reaching very far and then reaching, you know, kind of more towards like the realistic, what's going to, you know, you're at 30K months. Okay, let's do 40K months. So play around with what makes you feel best. I like to do really long-term things. It keeps me going. It keeps me in that vibe. It keeps me believing that it can happen so that when I hit the 40K month, I know I'm getting close to the 75K months. I'm not so focused on the 40K months. I get to focus on the 75K months. So I manifest every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. And I've shared with you guys that on my walks, I manifest um, when I, um, meditate, I manifest. And when I journal, I manifest. And it has been a fucking journey. I could tell you that some things happened exactly the way that I'd planned and a lot, and most things didn't. (laughs) And that's the key. The key is getting yourself massively fucking excited, feeling into the feelings, feeling that it's already there. Right. And then doing the things as well. So when I say focus on the what, not the how, that doesn't mean don't do anything to make it happen. It doesn't mean just like sit there meditating in a cross-legged position with your palms up and going, um, and manifesting $75,000 and then sitting on your ass and then saying, where the fuck did it go? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we get to focus on the what during the manifestation and then our daily actions, um, get to lead us into having that success right so I still do the things and we'll get into some like tactical things that I do to have um, the current business that I do have and the thought process as well Um, but it's not saying don't do the things it's not what I'm saying what I am saying is you get to do the things but ultimately you have to know where the fuck you're going and you have to feel into the feelings and you get to understand and believe that it's yours once you decide you want it it's yours Once you decide you want it, it's yours. Once you decide you want it, it's yours. Let's use abs, for example. If you've ever gotten abs or gotten super lean or, you know, had the dream body that you've always wanted, even if that wasn't the thing you wanted, like you knew where you were going. You knew what you were envisioning. You knew what you wanted, right? Your abs are always there. We all actually have abs underneath the layers of fat that we have both both visceral and subcutaneous fat. So we all have the abs there. If you want abs, you can get abs. There's no people that like can have abs but can't have abs, right? We all have ab muscles. (laughs) And so focusing on 
having the abs, what it's going to feel like to have the abs, focusing on feeling the abs way before you even have them will get you way closer to doing that because then you're feeling way better about the situation, right? You're like, oh, should I have abs there? We're getting closer, we're getting closer, we're getting closer, we're doing the things, we're doing the things, we're doing the, you know, planks, we're doing the cardio, we're eating, you know, really healthy, we're eating really good, we're in a caloric deficit, we're doing the, you know, we're doing all the things, but like they're there, they're there. Oh my goodness, I see them. Oh my goodness, I see them. It's, it's coming, it's coming, right? This is the same thing with business. Same thing with manifesting anything else. Everything that you desire, once you say you want it, it can be yours. You just have to keep going after. You have to keep believing. You have to keep focusing on what it is that you want and stop focusing on where you are right now. Yes, we get to bridge the gap with strategy between the two, but you have to keep focus on what you actually want. Okay. And then the second technique that I use is keeping my energy open to possibilities. And that is a key portion of manifestation. For example, let's use the money thing. So we made a few thousand dollars for this launch. It's been absolutely fucking epic. It's a passive income course that I just sold. And more importantly, we signed, I mean, that's, that's really important. I'm super excited to have the clients who signed up with us and I'm super excited to welcome new people into my energy space who are going to be impacted from us. But, or and, we sold what three one-on-one packages last month while we were launching this. And then I have another three calls set up for next week right? So while the launch itself isn't bringing in me, isn't bringing me in tens of thousands of dollars, it's a low ticket price, right? But you still can have that. I just personally don't have the volume for that yet, but we will, right? Keeping my energy open to accepting more people into my energy space, even if it wasn't through the next level mindset mastery, it ended up that we're signing at least five clients, five one-on-one clients. And each of my packages ranges from 10 to $20,000. So that's a lot of money. (laughs) So the launch itself, when I sell low cost do-it-yourself courses, I don't anticipate that it's going to be the thing that's going to make me a millionaire. That's not the, that doesn't add up. Like that course itself, the revenue from that is probably not going to add up to that right now. But what I do look at is I look at the future and I look at how this course is going to fit into my product suite. And I look at bringing more people into my energy space when people purchase the course. And I look forward to having it in my email funnel so that people can, um, so I can wake up and I'll have three to $500, $600 in my bank account every single day. And one person turns into two, two, person, two people turns into three, three people turns into 10, 10 people talk to me in five years and I guarantee you the next level mindset mastery course as well as my other do-it-yourself courses are gonna be, be bringing me in thousands of dollars every single day. And I'm not even gonna have to do anything right? But if I got so caught up in the fact that, oh, it quote unquote only produced me a few thousand dollars this round, then I would lose sight of that bigger picture. And I would not have opened up my energy to accept five more fucking clients into my life, right? So the, the goal of manifestation, the goal of reaching for these big dreams, whatever big looks like to you, whether it's $5,000, $2,000, $50,000, $500,000, whatever it is, is to focus on where you're going and focus on the bigger picture, And doing the strategies on the in-between, but staying focused on the bigger picture, staying focused on the bigger picture and learning and reflecting and doing all of those things, right? Same thing with this month. This month, we will probably sell um, about uh, $50,000 worth of products. Um, 
And then we have already about $20,000 of recurring revenue that we're averaging each month. And um, I'm getting an inheritance, right? I've been talking about the inheritance. I just haven't actually called the bank to to get it, but um, we're going to be taking care of that today and tomorrow. So, right, that adds up. That adds up, that adds up. But if I was so focused on like, oh, the inheritance doesn't mean anything because you didn't work for it, blah, 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 I would be closing off my energy to actually reach the income that I want. Who cares where the fuck the money comes from? My goal is to have the money and have the impact. I don't have the ability right now to sell $75,000 worth of products. I just don't have that amount of clients that I can take on. Right? So you keep your energy open for the things that you want. Another example, last example that I'll go into for this is my goal was to move out of New York when I started my business. I hated being in New York. I had moved out once before. I regretted fucking going back. And my goal was to move to Colorado, which is still my goal. Um, We just don't know when it's going to happen or maybe I'll change my mind. I don't know. Right. So I was manifesting me having a full time business. I was when I first started my business. I was manifesting me having a long morning routine with the mountains in front of me. I was manifesting being able to run and having the abs and you know just feeling really fucking good in my body, eating really well, you know, having clients and everybody's getting amazing results. Like I was manifesting all of this. And everything came true except Colorado. I'm in, apparently in Austin, which I did not foresee coming. <laughs> right? But the, pr- the thing is, is that it can, it's going to happen the exact way that it needs to happen for you to get to your ultimate goal and your vision. And it's going to happen in a much better way than you could have ever fucking imagined. But it's not going to happen if you don't keep your energy open and keep focused on where you want to go. Um, even this morning with Joe, um, we just bought a new car the other day. Uh, two days ago, we got an X3 M package, M, M car, I don't know whatever, it's a BMW and it's an epic fucking car. I don't know anything about cars. I know that it's really fast and I love it. So X3M, I think is the name, M3X. Anyway, we're just going to move on because I sound (laughs) pretty ignorant. (laughs) Moving on. So I go to him and I was sharing him the numbers that I shared with you guys before and all that stuff. And I was like, Joseph, look at what we've created. Like, look at the numbers that just came in from your income, from my income, from inheritance like look at what we can afford right now look at our house like look at all of these things and his mindset is something that's still kind of like in more of like a scarcity thing like it's gonna stop or um you know we're not there yet he goes like calm down like you know we're not there yet and I was like where is there like I'm here and this is fucking amazing right I obviously we're gonna get more obviously we're gonna only increase this obviously we want more profit and stuff like that but Look at what we just created. It's like you can have the mindset that Joe has where <laughs> I constantly help him restructure and he's getting better. He's getting better. Um, but where you're just like, oh, I'm not there yet. Or, oh, I have so far to go. Or, oh, but it only came in this way versus like, oh my goodness, look at what we just have. Right? Same thing with a client. Let's say you get a client. Maybe they didn't find you on Instagram and you're really focusing on Instagram marketing. And then you get a client from your aunt and your aunt recommended somebody and you knew this person for years and now you signed a client, but you're like, oh, it didn't come through my Instagram. Like, why is that a problem? (laughs) You wanted clients, you got the money. Why is that a fucking problem? You know, and when it comes to leads, I guess this one, I don't think that I had right here, but um, 
Oh, I did. I actually had it as number eight, but I'll talk about it now. So I don't look at things as just numbers as much as it might sound like I do. I don't look at the amount of people like, oh, only this many people signed up or, oh, wow, this many people signed up. Like that's a thing. And I look at it as how can I value that person more, which is why with lead generation and my lead generation techniques that I focus on that get me to these high income months, even aside from Joe's income and aside from inheritance, like having 50K sales months, having 30K sale months continuously has been fucking epic. Um, It's only happened because I don't look at my leads as just numbers. I don't look at likes on a picture as, oh, it's only 50 likes. Like I look at it as 50 fucking humans. How can I nurture that human? How can I care about that human? How can I show that human that I want them to feel valued and I want them to succeed? And if they feel called to work with me, come and work with me. If not, go to someone else. But please fucking succeed because you can do it, right? That's just a better fucking mindset to have than like, let's get as many leads as possible. Let's get as many clients as possible. And it's like, no, I'd rather have the right amount of clients, the right amount of leads, and make people feel valued. For example, the people who signed up for my Next Level Mindset Mastery course, a few of them were hopping on sales calls for one-on-one. They're like, hey, I like this, but I'm not sure if I need something else, right? So sure, you you invested $333 in yourself and in me, and I'm super fucking grateful for it. And let's see if there's another way that you need help. And that came organically. That didn't come from me reaching out and be like, hey, you bought this. Do you want something else? No, it came naturally, right? So how can you stop focusing on just the numbers and focus on the humans? That's way more important. It's a huge pet peeve of mine when I hear coaches say, it's just a numbers game. Like, how do you feel if I said you were just a number listening to my podcast? You'd probably feel pretty epic, like you, I didn't give a shit about you. Is that going to make you more inclined to purchase from me? Absolutely not. What's going to make you more inclined to purchase from me is like vibing with me, is understanding me, is seeing me actually care about you and wanting you to genuinely succeed. Right, that's what creates a genuine connection. And I don't know about you, but I'm in business for the long term. I'm not in business just to get a bunch of leads, to sign them right now, and then move on to the next lead. I'm here to make long term connections because in business it's all about who you know. It is all I mean, life in general is all about who you know, yourself, other people, you know. And long term success comes from relationship building. Not just from having quick wins right now and having way more people come in right now and getting as many people on the on a phone call right now and selling five out of a hundred people like that doesn't sound fun that sounds pretty fucking annoying I'd rather attract people who genuinely want to work with me and I can guarantee you that my that this technique has my dm filled with uh ideal clients filled with people saying hey johnny like I've been stalking you I just watched all 30 of your fucking stories like I need to work with you That's what happens. That's what happens when you focus on this technique. And when people tell me that, oh, lead generation doesn't work and nurturing through Instagram doesn't work, like I can see that because you have to DM people. Aside from DMs where people are convinced that it doesn't work, what else are you doing to nurture your leads? What else are you doing to generate leads? What else are you doing to connect to leads? How are you showing them that you can help them solve their problem? How are you showing up? And are you putting yourself out there? You know, I put myself out on podcasts. I go on to other people's podcasts. I have other people onto my podcasts. I collaborate with people. We do 
IG lives together. I go live on Instagram. I have a blog. I have a Pinterest board, right? So I'm collecting leads from a lot of different places. I have an email nurturing sequence. So it's not just that I post content and I show up on stories and then I DM people and everything happens. I have a lot of different lead generation and lead nurturing methods that allow me to nurture the leads that I have, get them so excited to work with me, and then they pay me and I don't deal with objections because they've already talked themselves into wanting to work with me. That sounds way fucking easier than the other way that I know people do it, which is get X amount of people on calls or DM X amount of people to D- to get X amount of people on calls to sign X amount of people. That's your conversion rate. Go multiply that. That sounds fucking awful. I don't have energy to do that. I don't know about you, but I don't have energy to do that. And I'd rather not deal with any objections and waste time on sales calls with people who don't actually want my services. You know, so... This is how to make business easier. This is how to have high income months because when you have sales calls where people are just like, fuck yeah, I want this. And you've done all the nurturing beforehand. You've showed up as the expert. You've showed them how you can help them. They vibe with you. They've already decided that they're going to work with you. They just have to talk to you about it. Like that's fucking epic. That's so easy. So easy, so easy. And that's because I don't look at you. If, if I've ever talked to you, which I probably have, if you were on this podcast, um, I value you. I do. I'm not here to just say, oh, look how many things I got or look how much money is coming in. Like I actually value every single person that is listening to me, whether they pay me or not. If I'm talking to you, I'm not just talking to you because you're a lead. It's because we vibe together. Do leads come and go for me? Of course. Of course, conversations die down and I never see that person again, right? I'm not just going to follow up with you because you're a lead. I'm going to follow up with you when there's a point of connection for us. You know, it's impossible to keep up with every single person. But you get to value people. Don't look at things as just numbers. You get to value people. You get to value where you're going. You get to value the vision that you are creating, that you're seeing come to fruition. And that's how we get long-term success. That's how you have clients resign with you. We have clients who are now staying with me for over a year. It's pretty fucking insane. Right? I'd much rather that than have to go and get a bunch of new people. <laughs> All right, so manifest, keep your energy open to possibilities and make genuine connections. And trust people. Like trust that people are going to make the right decision for them. Trust that the right people are coming to you. Trust that what you want can happen because it fucking can. The only reason why it can't is because you tell yourself it can't. Only reason, only reason, only reason. So let's move on to number four. The fourth technique that I use to have high income months is I keep believing even when it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. There have been plenty of times over the past four months where I was like, there's no way I'm hitting $75,000. There's just none. It's not possible. It's not possible. And if I don't hit that, that means I'm not going to hit my yearly goal. That means I'm not going to hit the goal of having a half a million dollar business by the end of 2020. And there were plenty of times over the past four months where I was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. But I kept believing. I kept manifesting. I kept doing the things. I kept setting the clients, kept launching, kept <laughs> um, nurturing my own clients, kept nurturing my leads, doing the podcasts, believing, doing the things. And working to really, really believe that it can happen because it can, and it is, it's literally happening. So I see most people give up after they signed one client for one program, or they only signed three people in a low ticket offer, or they only did this. 
And they're like, oh, that means it doesn't work. Even if it's 10 launches later, I don't care. You're going to keep going. (laughs) You didn't come into business. You didn't come this far to only come this far. You didn't work through all the shit to only come this far. Most people stop before it actually works. Most people stop before it actually happens for them. Most people stop because they get so caught up in where they are, they forget where they are going. Does that mean that you can't hire a different coach, that you can't learn a different strategy, that you can't implement things on a different platform, that you can't implement a different lead generator? Of course not. Do all of those things. Do all of those things. Those are the things that's going to make you successful, but you're not going to do those things if you don't keep believing. So if something doesn't happen the way that you had planned, how can you go about it differently? How can you keep going and what value can you add to your lead's life? How can you gain more trust? How can you show up more as an authority? How can you believe more that it's happening? How can you believe more that you are worth it? How can you believe more in your prices? How can you improve your sales techniques? How can you improve gaining trust from people? Essentially, all sales deals is is trust. It's trust and connection. You can... You can have the best salesperson in the world, but if someone doesn't trust you, the product's not going to be good. You're not going to have a good experience and you're going to walk away from that saying, I shouldn't have signed up for that. I have had worked with people who work with other coaches and they hopped on sales calls where like they couldn't even ask questions and they felt so pressured to sign up and like they were going to be a failure if they didn't sign up. So they just signed up. Is that the exact sales technique that those sales people were using I have no clue I don't know these people but this was an experience have I given that experience in the past of course of course of course I've done that method of sales I don't like it anymore I no longer use it right I now trust people I actually don't even work through objections I really actually don't get objections honestly I just present things and people come and it's amazing right so believing even when it doesn't seem like it is going to happen, is so, so, so important because you keep learning. You keep learning, you keep growing, you keep getting better, but it's not going to happen if you fucking stop. Right? And I don't care if this is your 20th fucking launch and you've signed three clients, keep going. The amount of times that I've launched in the past, now we're on month 17 of my business. Um, I don't even know. I want to say we were averaging one launch a month. <laughs> and then people come to me like, yeah, Johnny, like I've launched a few times. It hasn't really worked. And I was like, okay, how, like, how long between each launch? What were you doing on the in-between to gain more trust, et cetera, et cetera. They're like, oh, I was just posting. Oh, I was just trying to DM people. Oh, I was just sending out emails. And it's like, okay, is that enough for you to buy? Like, what do you need to buy? And how can you create that experience for your customer? When we talk about marketing, that's all it is, is like, you can reflect on what it takes for you to buy. And you get to do those steps in the in-between. But ultimately, you have to believe that it's going to happen in order for you to keep going. And the answer to like knowing that it can happen is just deciding that it can happen. It's not fucking complicated. Just decide that it can happen. Your mom questions you, decide it can happen. It doesn't happen, decide that it's going to happen. Once I decide that it's mine, it's mine. Once I decide I want it, it's mine. It's not a question. It's just a thing that's going to happen. I don't know the exact when, I don't know the exact how, but you bet your ass I'm going to keep manifesting. I'm going to keep setting the fucking goal and I'm going to keep doing it. And eventually it's going to happen. I can guarantee that, but I could also guarantee that it's not going to happen if you fucking stop. So fucking believe in yourself, guys. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. And stop shitting on yourself if it didn't happen the way that you wanted. Every human that comes into your energy space, whether paying or not, is a beautiful human who we need to value. 
And that's how you will build a long-term business. Again, I've been doing this for a very long time. And the reason why I've been so successful in income now, as well as before this business, has been because people come for me. People come because they value our relationship. People come because they find me entertaining. People come because they trust me. It's not a matter of, um, did I do enough? It's that they trust me enough. You sit down in front of me, we do a strategy call, you trust me, you listen to this podcast, you are trusting my knowledge, right? That I'm not just selling you on some bullshit right now. I'm actually speaking the truth. Right? So keep believing, keep believing, keep doing the things, gain more trust, do the things, but stop shitting on yourself if you only got this many people. We're not, we're not available for that anymore. We're actually available for valuing that person. How would you feel if you were a part of a group where you were the only person and that, that person was like, oh, you know, uh, Jamie, I don't know. Jamie actually, fun fact, was my dad's name and it's the name that I would like to name my, my uh, child if I have a child and it's a girl or a guy. But moving on, let's say Jamie joins a program and she signs up for your program and you launch for two weeks, you only got one person. How would you feel if you were Jamie? And the the coach was like, oh, I only fucking have Jamie. This sucks. Like, how would you feel if you were Jamie? That would suck. That would be so negative, right? Instead, you'd be like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I actually get a one-on-one. Fuck yes. <laughs> right? But by you shitting on the one Jamie in your program, you're not going to get two Jamies. You're not going to get three Jamies. You're not going to get four Jamies. You get to be super grateful for what you have right now. And focus on that. And then add it up. How is this adding up to your bigger vision? Right? Um, so number five is for the technique that I use to have high income months is I do the fucking inner work. I do it so I can understand myself. I do it so I can understand my needs and my desires. And so that I know when shit feels good or when shit feels off in my business. Right, so doing the inner work, getting more connected to myself, working through the limiting thoughts that I have, working through the stories that I have in my head, all contribute to my success as an entrepreneur. I have been doing personal development and lots of fucking reading, lots of deep diving into my mindset, lots of work with different coaches on not just money mindset, on not just um, self-belief and confidence around my capabilities, um, but and myself as a human, myself as a human to what are the stories that I tell myself? How do I connect to other people as friends? How do I connect to my family? What, what barriers are there in my life? What's feeling off in my life? Because if it feels off in my life, it's going to feel off in my body. If it feels off in my body, it's going to show up in my business. And so I've done a lot of work around energetics. And I'll probably be bringing on my coach who helps me do all of this work um onto the podcast i have a session with her today i will ask her i'm sure she would love to come on for you guys but we cannot just focus on doing the things without the inner work and there's different layers of inner work there's like one at the conscious level there's then we go down deeper into the subconscious level and then um we work with energetics as well and really just getting to a place where everything where you feel really good in all aspects of your life as you guys know I like to explain things as puzzle pieces you cannot just have the um, puzzle pieces for strategy and money mindset and this and that without understanding yourself 
The key to entrepreneurship is self-reflection. The key to entrepreneurship is a deeper understanding of the self and getting really, really connected to yourself. That's when my income started fucking skyrocketing, skyrocketing, skyrocketing. And the same thing for my clients as well. And it feels gross in the beginning. It feels a little bit off in the beginning when you're doing these things because you're seeing parts of yourself you've never fucking seen. And you're acknowledging things that you keep hiding and you keep pushing down. But at the end of the day, those are the things that are preventing you in your business. We also do some of this work in the Next Level Mindset Mastery course. We don't deal a lot with um, energetics. That's just not my specialty yet. But talk to me in a few years and that will definitely be a module in the course. Um, We work more on the um, conscious and the subconscious level. And questioning, challenging, rebelieving, reworking all of those thoughts. But doing the inner work is key, which is why I have such a long morning routine, which is why I have such a long evening routine. So make sure you guys are doing that. Technique number six is delegating out a lot of shit <laughs> and being willing to spend money. I put these two in the same category because. People get really fucking scared to spend money. Really fucking scared. In case you haven't realized, maybe you have that fear. Or maybe you've just noticed your your leads having that fear. Getting money, objections, etc. And yes, spending money is and investing is a byproduct of belief. It's a byproduct of confidence. It's a byproduct that you can actually get the results that you want. Whether it's investing in a program, investing in a car, or whatever it is, it's also trust. It's trust around that the money will come back, that there's more money to be had, that just because I spend this money, let's say, on the car that I bought that apparently I don't even know the model of the car, X, X3M, X3M, um, that that money's only going to come back tenfold, right? That I can have my desires and bring in more money. Now... As entrepreneurs, we cannot be scared of money. We cannot be scared of money. You want to make money, it takes money. And it takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of money to invest, to learn more about yourself, to learn more strategies, to work through the things when it doesn't work. It takes a lot of money to do that. And I know there's a lot of people with different memberships. Maybe in the future, I will have a membership and stuff like that. But ultimately, you want a massive transformation You want to go from zero to six figures. You want to go from not having a business and not knowing how to build one to actually learning to build one. My love, that's going to take money and time. No one said this is easy. I'm tired of people saying it's fucking easy. It's not. Again, the stage that I'm at right now, there's a lot of things that's easy, but that's because I delegate out. But when I don't delegate out and I bog down my schedule, I close off my energy to actually accepting clients because now I'm focusing on a bunch of shit that I'm not even good at and that I shouldn't even be focusing on. So you cannot be scared to spend money at whatever level you are at. You cannot start a business without spending any money unless... You are willing to absorb all of the freebies, make a plan for yourself, do it together, like put it all together, carry it out every single day, wake up and hustle, do all of the things, learn to reflect and continue to grow. Will that work? A hundred percent. Will it go quicker if you have a coach? Probably. So you can do it without a coach. You can do it without spending any money. It's just, are you 
willing to do that? Are you capable of doing it? Like, yes, you are capable of doing it, but do you have a nine to five where you don't have the time to read every single entrepreneur book and go and listen to everybody's masterclasses and come onto the Thriving Entrepreneur Coaching Call, which is my weekly free coaching call, and put everything together, right? Do you not have the time to do that? Because most people don't. And I know for me, I wasn't willing to wait, right? You can theoretically do everything on your own, but having some accountability, having somebody there to help you, having somebody to say, hey, you're forgetting this. Hey, you're forgetting that. For example, one of my clients is launching um, right now. <clears throat> she has a live event coming up at the end, of, at the beginning of next month. And we were going over her marketing yesterday. And like I was comparing the plan that we made to her actual posts. And I was like, dude, number one, it doesn't even look like you're launching. I don't even know what the fuck you're selling if I just look at your Instagram. And number two, you're forgetting about all these things. You know, having a second pair of eyes on your content, on your plan, on helping you learn, on looking at the holes in your business is really important. And that's what I do as a coach. And that's why I give so much energy to my clients, right? So it's not about just investing one time, launching one time, launching three times, and then going forward. It's about continuously learning. And you can do all of this learning on your own, but... Eventually, you're going to have to spend the money, and we can't be scared of money if we're going to spend the money. Right? If I was scared to spend money, I would not have a team behind me who's making my blog, who's doing podcasts for me, who has the podcast Instagram, has my Pinterest up. Like, if I didn't have a team behind me, I would be doing all of those things. And if I had to do all of those things, I wouldn't be here at the forefront of my business selling and coaching. right? So we get, I I delegate out a lot of fucking stuff. And I did this when I was just hitting like the 8k mark um, per month or the 6k mark per month. And I was just delegating. I was like, hey, I suck at this. How can I find somebody? I didn't create my fucking website. I didn't create my graphics. I didn't create my canvas. Actually, I think I, I spent money on my website way before I even had income because I didn't know how to build out a landing page and anything like that. And I was like, hey, I'm not doing that. That's a waste of my time. It's going to look awful. I'm just going to outsource it. (laughs) And that's what I did. I don't use that landing page anymore, but maybe eventually I will. So don't be scared to spend money. It will come back. Don't be scared. You you know, like the memes that come out that say like, oh, $100,000 in student debt. No problem. Even though like we come out and we make like $30,000, $50,000, $60,000. And we're like, what? (laughs) Right. Um, And then a thousand dollars in a business coach or ten thousand dollars in a business coach and you're like whoa I can't spend that that money's not guaranteed like that shit is super fucking true guys it is super fucking true your the money you invested in school was not guaranteed it was not guaranteed to come back I know that if I had stayed just as a regular dietitian I would totally totally not be able to pay the eleven hundred dollars a month that I need to pay in student loans to pay this shit off in what, like 10 years or something like that? My goal is to pay it off way fucking sooner than that and just pay it in bulk. But right now, all my money is going back into my business for the most part, other than our car and our house and a lot of food that we fucking eat <laughs> and the egg chair I bought. But anyway, we're going to move on. So not being scared of spending is fucking key, guys. Just every time you spend, there's more where that came from. There's more where that came from. Oh, now I get to make more. I get to make more, I get to make more, right? And focusing on the fact that it can happen, believing that it can happen and delegate shit that you can't do. 
There's VAs for fucking $4 an hour overseas. You can get VAs here, $15, $20, $25, $30 an hour. You can contract people for small programs. You can contract them for big jobs. You can contract them full time. Like You can find help for anything. Because if doing that thing is actually going to prevent you from like moving forward in your business, you should be delegating it if it's just going to take a lot of fucking time. Your time is money, right? So I don't think that there's a specific time in which you have to uh, or when it's appropriate for you to hire a VA. Some people say it like 10K. Oh, that's when you should focus on hiring. I say it depends on what you're willing to do and what your schedule looks like. For example, I have some clients who are barely making any money in their business, but are building the foundation for their business. And they just can't do it all because they have full-time jobs and they can't quit their full-time jobs yet. So it's like, okay, let's use that money and let's invest in a VA So you, and let's delegate to your VA. These are the things that need to be done so that you can focus on building out your programs. You can focus on the content. You can focus on writing and creating connections. And your VA can focus on creating your funnel. Your VA can focus on making your landing pages and you know, all of those things and getting those things done, scheduling things for you, etc. Right? But most people try and do everything on their own and it just doesn't make any sense. So there's two aspects to ask yourself. Am I actually intentional with my time? And am I actually doing the things that I know that I need to do that are on my to-do list or am I half-assing them? And then um, are there things that I need to delegate out that like I've been saying I'm going to do and I just can't fucking get to do it? I guarantee you the minute that you delegate that out, and it's intentional and it makes sense for your business and all that stuff, which again is the reason why a coach is really helpful, um, you will, your, your income will skyrocket. Because when we have a long list of fucking things that we're not doing, it just takes up stupid energy and we don't need that. Number seven, the seventh technique I use to have high income months. Oh, I wrote this. Oh, well, I kind of just talked about it. It was not being scared of money. One was willingness to spend money. And I guess this one is not being scared of money, which is kind of the same thing. Um, Not being scared of money, not being scared of spending money, just always focusing on the experience that I'm getting and the gratitude I have around spending money is key. I buy the car, I'm super grateful for it. I buy the egg chair, I love sitting in my egg chair and reading and FaceTiming people and doing podcasts and things like that, right? We get butcher box every single month. Oh my goodness, it's $400 going out. Or, oh my goodness, I'm so grateful for all of the meat that I get to eat and my body like actually feeling really good with that type of meat. I'm so grateful to employ ButcherBox, right? So not being scared of money and spending money is key to attracting more money and high income months. Okay, next one. I stay focused on the vision and the end goal. Kind of like we started with this. I don't, when I work with entrepreneurs who feel like they're struggling or who like aren't really clear on things, who have a lot of questions, who've hired people and like they kind of just are like, ah, something's not adding up. I'm doing the things, either it's working or it's not working, but like there's something missing. It's always the vision that is missing. And as the CEO of your business, you need to focus on your vision. You need to focus on what what you're working for. I don't care if you have zero clients or 3,000 clients. 
You need to know what you are working for. What is the impact you are making? What is the vision for your business? How is it going to come together? And focusing on that, because that's way more exciting than like focusing on like, okay, I need to post today and I need to create a podcast and then I need to coach my clients. And it's like, it gets redundant, you know? It gets like, ugh, versus the vision is like, wow, today's post is going to add up to this vision. Today's post is going to send this message out. This is going to add up to my vision. Me recording this podcast is going to help people thrive in their business. It's going to help people overcome their health struggles because you guys are actually going to step into your power. It's going to help the world heal. And that is my mission. That is the thing that I want to see done. And I'm so excited to have that come true because it seems exciting, like, oh, once I have the clients, like, everything will be amazing. Yeah, but what about when you're tired? Yeah, what about when you're exhausted and you didn't sleep the night before? What about, you know, when you have seven calls in a row and you overbooked your schedule? How are you going to show up for that? How are you going to stay excited for that, right? And how are you going to stay excited even when shit didn't happen the way that you planned or the client didn't resign, or, you know, whatever it is? You stay focused on the vision and the end goal. It's always the answer. It's always the answer. It's always the answer. So if you're not clear on that, I highly recommend to get clear on that. And most business coaches don't start with this end in mind, which baffles me. It baffles me. With anything, when we assess a client for health, when we assess a client um, who's coming to you for life coaching, when you assess a client for who's coming to you for spirituality, like you have to know what the fuck they want. If you don't know what they want, how are you going to take them there? How are you going to guide them there? How are you going to help them get it? It doesn't make any sense, right? So you need to know what their goals are so that you can actually educate them and create a process for them. Same thing in business coaching. My process for everybody does not look the same. I've worked with a few different business coaches and all their processes look the same for their clients. I also share a lot of clients with them and... For me, my process with every client is very different. Like, of course, I do lead generation. Of course, I market with them. I, Of course, I help them nurture their leads. Of course, I help them build out their product suite. Of course, I help them with their sales process, right? But everybody's business actually looks different. I have some clients who do live events. I have some clients who have cookie businesses. Obviously, your marketing is going to be very different from other people's. I have some clients who have in-person businesses. I have some clients who... Everybody has a different thing. I have some clients who just want to hit 10K months and that's it. Not have any people underneath them. Want to be above six figures and that's enough for them. And then I have clients who want millions of dollars and want to be on giant speaking stages. So my process for each one has to look different. My process for everybody's marketing has to look different. My process for everybody's launching has to look different because it has to feel good for you. And there's so many different processes. We get to choose the one that works best for you. Now, will I ever recommend something that I haven't used before? It depends on if I can actually see it clearly. I'm really fucking smart and I've been doing this for a long time. And I know a lot of different avenues, even if I haven't directly used them for this business alone. Maybe I've used them when I've helped other people build their businesses. So I would never recommend something that I don't think is going to work or that I think can be done in a better way or an easier way, or a less time-consuming way, like the lead generation techniques we were talking about, right? Both can work. Which one do you want to use? Which one sounds good to you? Some clients like hopping on 30 calls 
and signing three clients. They feel really good with that. They love being on just random blind calls with people or like DMing and trying to get people on the call. Like that's something that makes them feel good. That's beautiful. But if you don't want to do that, that's fine. I have a ton of other techniques we can use. And for me, that feels a lot better, right? So you have to know the vision. Your business coach has to know the vision for your business, which is why I always start with that. I always start with making future goals. I always start with what the income goal is you want, what the amount of clients you want is, how you want your schedule to look, how you want your day to look, number one, so you guys can manifest it, number two, so you can keep working towards that. It's super, super important. And every decision you make is based off of that vision. Should I invest in this coach? Should I invest in this marketer? Should I invest in it? Should I invest in that? Does it make sense for me to get to my vision? Is that something I need right now to get there? What's the next step in my vision? Right? It's not just going client to client to client or launch to launch to launch. It's about building the back end of your business. It's about building a lead generation technique that gains massive trust from clients. It's about building a team behind you that actually supports your vision. Like my team has to be way more excited for my vision than I am, honestly. And they are. They're so fucking excited to help and support me on my vision. And that's the team. That's the vibe that I want. And I take on clients who actually support the vision as well, right? Support the vibe of my business, all of those things. So get really fucking clear on that. And even if you're working with a business coach and you don't have that currently mapped out, take it upon yourself, map it out. You know, no one really told me to do that. That was something that I've always gotten clear on myself. I've always known exactly what I've wanted. And it's changed and it's veered away, but it always keeps coming back. It keeps coming back to helping the world heal in some way, shape, or form. And now all of the things that I've learned over the past 11 years, all the clients that I've worked with, I see all of that coming together. Again, it's not happening the exact way I thought it would be. I'm not a dietitian who has a a private practice, but it's happening in a much better fucking way, and I'm so excited for it, right? So hold that vision and the end goal. We have two more left. So be really fucking good at what you do. (laughs) that's a main technique that we use in marketing that we use in sales that we use in general when we write contents when we show up on here like you have to be really good at what you do and with that being said if you're newer in the coaching industry you're newer in the craft that you're doing you might not feel like you're really fucking good at it and that's okay But acknowledge the things you are good at. You're not going to be good at everything, but you're good at something. You're good at something. (laughs) Be really fucking good at that thing and keep expanding, keep learning, keep, keep growing. And some things that I've seen with um, coaches when it doesn't work out is when people just become business coaches because they found a technique, they used it, and all of a sudden, like, they're getting some clients and they're like, oh my goodness, I need to teaches to other people, and then they sell business coaching. That typically does not work. But you're not genuinely good at the thing that you were teaching. You don't have a whole process behind it. You don't have a true desire behind anything. It's not supporting any bigger vision, right? It's like, okay, let me go and sell water bottles because I could make money doing water bottles. Is that a good business move? Probably not. (laughs) I'm going to get really fucking sick of it, really bored, and... I could easily suck at selling water bottles because I'm not passionate about it. And I also don't know how the fuck to sell a water bottle. 
right? So it's important for you to develop your own process and not just jump into something because that's the thing that you see people doing. It's important to actually be really good at it, implement it for a very long time for yourself before you actually coach other people on it, coach people for free on it. Make sure that what you're doing is actually working before you take on clients because the last thing you want is for people to come to you and then say really fucking bad things about you. Meanwhile, we all have pe- we all have that happen to us. We all have clients that don't get good experiences. It's impossible to not have that. I've worked with multiple seven-figure business coaches and I've had epic successes with them and I fucking love everything about it. And then I have people come out of it like, yeah, no, not so much. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Right? Not that anyone's talking bad about anybody, so avoid ever speaking badly about that because you don't want anybody speaking badly about you. Right? But still be good at what you do. You have to be good at what you do. Right? And you get to get better and better and better and better and better. You're not going to be good at the first time you coach a client. Right? Even same thing, I um, have uh, friends down here in Austin who make us uh, wood pieces. They made us a desk, they made us a bench for our dining room, all of these things. And they're like, hey, we don't feel comfortable selling it to you yet because we're still like, you know, working on it, but we can exchange services. So they're still getting paid, they're still getting a service done for them, but they don't actually charge me the money for it. Right? Joe helps them work out and we get some... Uh, furniture, right? It's the equivalent of the money that they would actually charge you for, but they just don't feel comfortable doing that yet. And that's good. You need to know when to stand back and stay in your own lane. You know, and I've seen this a lot with business coaching where people, again, just have a, a little bit of success and then decide to coach it. And then their, their launching doesn't go as planned. <laughs> And I've seen a lot of people, it just backfire. And for all of my clients that I take on, I need to get 100% behind your methodology. I need to get 100% behind what you do. I'm not here just to support everybody. I'm here to support people who I actually think are really fucking good at what they do and have a good reason to do so. If you don't have the certification, you better be really good at what you do. And even if you have the certification, you better be really good at it, right? I didn't just become a business coach to become a business coach because I thought it was easier to sell. I did it because I've actually built a lot of different businesses over the past 11 years. And I've worked for a lot of different companies as startups. And I've managed a lot of different places where I've done all of these techniques before, right? So you get to have the qualifications, but you also get to be really fucking good at what you do, right? Do people make it without like having success as business coaches, without having a massively successful business beforehand? Of course, right? Is it likely? Nah, it depends. But do you want the success or do you want to be really good at what you do? Like I want to do something that I'm really fucking good at. When a client comes to me and doesn't know how to put their ideas onto paper, that's my fucking specialty. When a client's like, I have something that I think I want to sell. I'm just not sure. Can I even sell this? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. My job is to put all the puzzle pieces for you together. My job is to help you increase your confidence. My job is to help you map out all of the strategies and help you actually execute it. I don't just tell you and regurgitate things that I've learned from other business coaches. That's not my style. I actually have my own process around things. And yes, it's trial and error. What works for this client? What doesn't work for this client? Right, but I'm not going to recommend things that I just heard on a masterclass and decided to sell. That's not good. I actually don't really listen to any business coaches to avoid that. Sometimes I go onto other business coaches pages and I'm like, wow, I actually just talked about that with a client and I never learned that from anybody. Super interesting how they just said that, right? The, the ideas you have, 
you've probably heard and put together in a bunch of different ways and you've used it on yourself, developed your own process. But moral of the story is just be fucking good at what you're doing. There is no marketing technique that will ever help you more than just being really fucking good at what you do. The first time I sold a health coaching program, I was working at Orange Theory. I was just about to quit. Or no, I actually, I think I just did quit. And the people that came to me saw me be really fucking good at what I do when I was coaching them. It was in a group setting. We had over 30 people in the class, 32 or 36 or some shit like that. And they were drawn to me. They liked my coaching. They liked my motivation. They liked my empowerment. They liked how I'm, I like work on form a lot. And they like how I valued them as clients right? And so they saw all of that. They also saw my knowledge. They also saw me talk. They also saw me implemented in my life continuously. And they wanted to learn to do the same thing for themselves. I didn't have all that just because I'm a dietitian. I had that because I have over 10 years of experience, right? Because I'm, I'm super fucking good at what I do. So above all, make sure that you are showing how good you are at what you do which is why personally I share numbers, which is why personally I share my wins. I share my wins more than my clients' wins simply because I don't want people to just come to me because of other people's experiences. I've worked with business coaches that other friends have worked with because I had massive success and then they didn't get the success and they were disappointed. And that's because I'm not you. Even my successes with money, I'm not you. Just because I did this in 18 months doesn't mean that it's going to happen for everybody else. This is 10 plus years in the making. You know what I mean? So I'm very transparent with that. But clients who have six figures, clients who make 10k a month clients who've hit 20k launches 30k launches that's super fucking beautiful right but it's not you you get to be really good at what you do and your process looks like you're a process i'm not about attracting people just because of money i'm about attracting people because they see that i'm really good at what i do right it becomes kind of like an iffy thing but right now that's not really part of my marketing plan i don't really sit there and be like oh my god this client made this and then this client made this let's tag that person like it's just not it's not a thing that I like to like to do. You can develop your own style, right? But above all, you see that I'm knowledgeable. You see that I'm really fucking good at what I do. When you hop on a strategy call with me or a sales call, you see that I'm really fucking good at, at what I do. That's why people come to me. It's not any, any magic here, <laughs> right? And I want to stop just for a second before we go to the last one and say that the confidence that I have around being really fucking good at what I do has only been perpetuated by the the like feeling I get when I actually coach a client, the feeling I get when I coach and I'm talking about the thing that somebody needs to hear and that light bulb goes off. Are there times where I say things and that light bulb doesn't go off and the client doesn't get the result that they thought for their launch? Of course, right? But when you can stay true to that client's vision, when you can stay true to helping that client overcome their struggles, that's what makes a successful coach, not just the wins, because most coaches just show the people who are actually skyrocketing results and not the people who are struggling, but they all have people who are struggling. It's just a thing. And so by helping the clients who are struggling, that's how you were a successful coach. Helping the client that felt so fucking down, who felt like this just couldn't happen for them, whether it's business, coaching, health, whatever you coach, like that's, that's what makes you a good fucking coach. When you can keep that client going and committed to themselves, that's what makes a good fucking coach. Not just if they lost the weight, not just if they grew their booty, not just if they hit their six-figure mark. Like, 
the success that you have when you are committed to yourself is valued way higher than the actual result itself. Because the result will come, but it's not going to come if you don't stay committed, right? So this is the same thing that I used to teach as a dietitian and as a health coach. So make sure that you are valuing, that you are good at something when you are helping your clients who are struggling, not just the ones who succeed. You know, or like have like the effortless journey. We all have the clients who like come to us and they're already succeeding, they're doing great, or like they just didn't know something and you let them know something and all of a sudden they're losing weight, they're having the money come in, they're having the success. Oh my goodness, they're saving the money, their finances are better, whatever the thing is that you coach. We all have those like easier clients. I don't determine a coach's success by how many clients they have that are successful. I coach, I determine their success based off of how are you actually helping your clients learn and stay committed to their journey? And how are you helping the people who struggle? That's the question. It's not just the success, which is also why I don't really share a ton of client money wins as well. Also, it depends on if the client would allow me to share that, you know? So just be really fucking good at what you do and define what that looks like for you and stay true to that. And then the last one, the last technique that I have here is kind of like more of a strategy one. But in order to have high income months, I have built out my product suite a lot. I've built it out a lot. Some have brought me in thousands and thousands of dollars and some have brought me in tens of thousands of dollars. Some have brought me in hundreds of dollars. Moral of the story is that every product that I sell right now is part of a bigger vision for myself. And I'm focused on that bigger vision. So talk to me in five years, the product when I was a health coach that made me whatever, $50 when I sold it. Actually, I probably will never sell that one again um, because I won't have that membership. But um, let's say, I don't know, whatever. The one that made me $1,000 that I had anticipated making $10,000, right? Talk to me in 10 years, five years, that that product is going to be making me tens of thousands of dollars, right? It's part of a bigger vision of my brand. And so building out your product suite while making sure that the ones that you have are successful is really important. And here's how I do that. Number one, obviously I'm all over content. I'm all over Pinterest. I'm all over blogs. I'm all over podcasts. I'm all over Instagram. You know, I'm all over everything. I'm on my emails, right? So I'm doing all of that, but I have freebies in place. We're actually just starting a new funnel today. And we have email funnels that lead people into different programs. So my email list is not only growing from the freebie and growing from all the leads that I'm getting, but it's also growing um, in terms of income, passive income. Passive income is fucking epic. I don't know why people like don't do this more often, but everybody needs some passive income in their life. So the email funnels are there to build out passive income and nurture leads and get them quick wins and do all of those things, connect to people. And then I have two do-it-yourself courses right now as a business coach. I have a few as a health uh, when I was a health coach as well, which will probably be, be brought back in once we build finalize our product suite for here, um, our business coaching business. Um, and then I have one-on-ones. And then I have my beginners group program. And then I have a mastermind that we're going to be launching at the end of this year for people who want to scale to six figures, multiple six figures, etc. who want the systems, who want the strategies, who want to build out a team, all that good stuff. Um, so that's going to be at the end of the year, right? So I have a large product suite. And by making genuine connections with people at different parts of their journey, 
I have products to support them at every single level of their journey. Beautiful. You have no clue what to do with content. Let's do the content to sales blueprint. You have no clue like if this is even for you or you're doing the things and you're just second guessing yourself. Beautiful. The next level mindset mastery course is for you. You have a... um, uh, you're just in the beginning stages of your business. Beautiful. Do you want a one-on-one coach or do you want to do it yourself? Beautiful. I have both. Okay. Now you've hit that level. Now what's the next steps? You build out your systems, you build out your strategy, you build out your team. Do you want a one-on-one coach or do you want a mastermind? Right. I have a lot of different products to offer people and each one is massively fucking successful and builds on the next. It builds on the next. So know when you're just starting out, you don't need seven products. However, if you're two years in and you've only had one product, like that needs to ha- be looked at. And also like, I like creating, I like creating, do I create things that don't sell? Absolutely not. I create things that are needed in the market and they sell and I do the things around it to make sure that my audience knows what it is. And I create it because I see that there's a fucking need for it, right? So I'm just creating out of my ass, but I'm creating in a strategic way that it's getting me to my vision. When I get to my vision, I'm building a massive impact, massive income on the in-between. And I have the energy, I have the team, I have the funnels, I have the email list supported. I'm not one of those business coaches who's just like, hey, get to six figures and then let's all backtrack. Like you can get to six figures, but are you just going to burn out? Most people burn out before they hit six figures because they're doing everything. And... They try to get more, get more. If you just want to get to six figures, you could totally do it by yourself. Um, it also depends on the following and your product suite, right? But your product suite, your freebies, your content, your platforms, they need to add up to your bigger vision. And you need to be focused on that bigger vision and getting there. And getting there and build out your product suite and price them in a way that feels good. I'm not about like just scaling one or two types of programs because what happens when those two are filled up? You're not going to make any more money. Or yes, you can fill up the wait list, but I personally don't use wait lists. I've never used them. I don't use them. I was recommended to use them. I think it's just an extra step that's really annoying. My wait list is like, hey, let's continue chatting. <laughs> hey, let me continue helping you. Hey, come on to my Thriving Entrepreneur Coaching Call. Like, I'm not in it to just have you go onto a wait list so that I nurture you. And then the minute that I open, you're like, do I want this? Do I not want this? No, you're going to know if you want it way before I even launch. And if you go to another coach, you go to another coach. Beautiful. I don't find a waitlist increases my conversions whatsoever. I don't find the need to do it. It's just an extra step. It's useless, right? So my goal is to income stack. Income stack from lower price products to high price recurring revenue. That's how I've gotten to where I have gotten to. Do the lower price programs get me to multiple six figures? Absolutely not. Did it contribute? Yes. And more importantly, once somebody buys a smaller price program, they are way more likely to buy a higher priced program, as long as that is good, right? So those are my 10 tips, uh, 10 techniques rather I use to have high income months. And some of it might've hit home for you. Some of you, some of it might've been like, eh, not so much. Either way, it's perfectly fine. But these are the strategies that I've used. I highly, highly recommend to save this podcast, come back, listen to it, take some notes if you didn't already. There's tons and tons of value in it. And um, stay tuned for a podcast coming out, I want to say within the next few weeks. We're going to do one on different ways that you can work with me. So the same way we kind of went through my product suite right now, we will be going through the product suite in further depth. So number one, you guys can learn to build your product suite. And number two, 
you guys can know how to work with me, what's coming up. Most likely, my one-on-one spots will be filled, but if you guys have any interest in working with me, please DM me. I may have some openings. It depends. I have a few sales calls this week. Um, But yeah, that's all for today, and I will see you guys in the next episode.